0: I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos.
1: Hey, Better Together with Maria Menounos fans. It's not Maria Menounos. It's Mr. Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergar here, uh, subbing in for my beautiful and talented wife, I'm going to open with a quote from a a friend of mine who's also a guest on our show that I'm super always excited to talk to. Um, A person is shaped as much by their failures as they are by their successes. And man, is that true. From her modest beginnings in Great Barrington, Massachusetts, to creating successful businesses, to raising a daughter and being a New York socialite, Real Housewives of New York royalty, Dorinda Medley has always strived to make it nice. In quotes, Yay. make it nice. Make it make nice.
2: it nice. <laughs> in her new
1: incredibly candid memoir, she unveils the not so glamorous bumps in the road to her personal, social, and professional ascent. She is here today to discuss that journey with us. As I said, she's a great friend of Marie and I's. Please let Hill Squad let us welcome Dorinda Medley to our show. I love uh, you, Dorinda. I'm, I'm so uh, glad I'm to see so, you.
2: And and first and foremost, I send out my love and condolences for your family. Very Thank sad you. to hear the, the news.
1: Well, you know because you're so connected to your mom, as we read in the book, yes. your mom and your daughter, like the connections are so Maria strange.
2: and I have often spoken about that invisible string. You know, we just I, I and I talk about it in the book that you just it's just something that is beyond I you don't know it until you experience it. And I feel that way about my mom. I I just feel like I'm so connected to her so much more than just this earth-like connection. I feel like she is just part of my soul, you know? And I know I'll know her forever. I said that to her the other day. I said, Mom, you know what? I just want to make sure you hear me now. We're going to know each other forever, right? Like, this is just the moment, but we're yeah. connected. She goes, oh, well, yeah, we'll be speaking forever. I was like, OK, okay, good. okay. But as you, as we got that agreement.
1: And Dorinda, you still go to her very much like a daughter. Well, you'll go to her for help and counsel and lean right
2: still. Mm-hmm from Bluestone Manor to 8 Ramsey Avenue is only about 3.2 miles where I grew up okay but it is the concord back to youth i start off at 56 at Bluestone Manor and by the time i enter the driveway and she's at the window looking at me i am 16 years old again
1: wow <laughs> i love it you know and that's why like people who still have that in their lives god kiss and hug your parents because yeah it's uh it's beautiful And what Um, a
2: scary time to be with our parents during this COVID because I got so incredibly protective and I became the mother, you know what I mean? I became the mother, so we had a sort of a role reversal where I was like very, very much, you can't do that. No, you're not going out, I'll go pick it up. And I was so proud to do that. Like if anything positive came out of COVID, I was thinking about the other day, taking a walk in the park. I would have never have spent this, not just this time with my parents, but the way I spent it, because I've been in such a rush, since, especially since Richard passed, that wow. I haven't had a great sit down conversation. I'm always like, OK, mom, I'll be over. I'll be there at dinner for five. Whereas I really got to indulge and lay on the lazy boy in the TV room and watch TV with them yeah. and be that person with them again. Like, do you want lunch? OK. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think, and I'm like, um, you
2: know, it's a gift.
1: Do you think for a lot of people this was a reset
2: I think if it wasn't a reset for people, that's frightening. I just said that to my stepdaughter Paige today. I said it amazes me how two things amaze me. It amazes me how people have changed so much and how they're living, how they're looking, how they want to live, how they want to consume all. The, and then there's other people that haven't changed at all, and that makes me sort of like not want to know them anymore. <laughs>
1: yes. You, you surrender. You know, I've said that to people too. I'm like anybody who is, is still living the same way, or um is coming out of this. I don't know, and not the, the way we're talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, there's
2: something wrong with them. Like you and miss I also something. Think, I also think, for me, and actually for Paige, my stepdaughter, who had breakfast with this morning, there has been for me such an incredible awareness of nature. Like, where has nature been all these last twenty years of my life? I've been so busy trying to make things, make money, socialize, get to parties, travel, have things, more things, more things. And, you know, I spent day after day sitting through the seasons of COVID saying, huh, look at that chipmunk. He's here today. He's very busy. And he's doing the same thing every day. And somehow it became interesting to see the symphony of animals and how they're doing their shit, even though we're sitting wearing masks. Figure that one out. We're the smart ones. And they were free as birds yeah. and we're the one wearing masks
1: so do you, so so coming out of this do you think you'll you'll be less into consumerism and buying immaterial stuff and
2: 100 yeah uh, this shirt i had i uh, have on right now i just thought about i went through all my stuff over a i took all my stuff out from years ago and i'm just wearing all my old stuff i'm like i don't want to buy shit anymore I got rid of nine huge bags. Bella's here who helped me of stuff yesterday. I'm just, I'm done. In fact, my, I'm in my apartment right now. I have Bluestone Manor, but I'm in my apartment right now. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm down to the point where I almost just want a couch. I'm like, isn't that enough?
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Maria's at the same
1: place. My wife, same thing. She, she keeps saying, I want less. And if that, and if even, and if that's what the universe and God wants for me, then I'm going to go with it because um it, It's all too much.
2: Listen, um, I put all my stuff when I was transitioning. We we're moving out of New York. Blue Stone Manor, all my sort of beautiful jewelry that Richard has given me, and blah 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 blah. I thought, oh, I better take it and put it in a safe place. But I don't know what the world's ending. The world's ending, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yes.
2: I opened it up the other day, and I'm like, who wears this shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm kind of at a point where I'm like. Don't you want to wear fun stuff that you can lose? Wouldn't that be something new with it? Yeah. you know? Yes. I'm yes. not a Christmas tree. I'm a person.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of it creates more stress, which I think we just went through so much stress. Correct. It kind of makes you see it in a different way. Um, Not you know your story. We I we've interviewed you before and I, you know many times, many but times. I, I Many times, but you know like your story is, uh, but you've
2: never interviewed me as a post housewife, so that's interesting, right? Th-
1: yeah, I guess so. I mean, but you and I have never had those housewife talks. No, we've always had we the life it. talks because your journey is incredible. I mean, you are—you were successful all on your own. You had many, many journeys leading up to your your relationship, your marriage to Richard, and then housewives. Um, let's go back. Go back to the beginning because I, you know, I, I that that quest for perfectionism. You talk about it in your book in, in growing up in school. And I think that that's something a lot of people. And I, unfortunately I see with women, suffer from is yeah. be perfect. Well,
2: I think, I also think also too, I grew up in a very ethnic family, which has been, was such a gift. I mean, I know Maria is the same. You know, you grew up in a yeah, family. I am family you, like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you kind of, for a woman, when you grew up in an ethnic family back then, I mean, I'm a lot older than Maria, you sort of were predestined to a certain role. You know, and I think my mother instrumentally broke that mold for for us. She had two boys and two girls, but she just made an executive decision that
0: It's time to make your life a little easier and to help you out. I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there, this little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love
2: it. Father, obviously, because without my father who worked, 5,000 hours a week. Okay. He was like, and I, as I say in the book, I, I loved him so much. I don't know why, because I never saw him, but I just oh. knew I loved him so much. Um, you know, they, as a team, they really decided that we were going to have a better life early on. And that applied both to the, the, the boys and the girls. And I was just, my mother always, my mother said something really interesting to me when I was about 12 years old at the a and I'll never forget it. I was, talking to the guy that was delivering milk and i was charming him and i knew he had a crush on me and i thought (laughs) i was just so like hot right well she said oh durinda sincala you have both a curse and a gift it's called charisma and when you like people the world is at your feet but if you don't you can ruin everyone's day so you better take that tool and use it appropriately interesting
1: And so, so do you, is that kind of, I always say like we have our shadow selves. So we all, sometimes these great superpowers we have in us can work both ways. So do you. 100%. So that's yours clearly. Have you learned to manage it?
2: Well, you guys have seen me on the housewives. Listen, I'm very opinionated. I, I, I am not, people always like, oh, you know, you, you always tell the truth. You tell it like it is. I just am. I feel, like, I feel like I was given the gift of knowing. My mother's kind of like that. My mother could always call out things, call out situations. You know, my daughter calls it sort of the white witch in me. And I think when you are tuned in and sensitive to that, you are very aware of your surroundings and you don't like a lot of bullshit. And sometimes I handle the bullshit with more grace than other times. Now, maybe not as gracefully when I've had two or three martinis.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And and I'll say that okay, you know, when the finger comes up,
1: yes, yeah, yeah, I know (laughs) because we're Italians, we talk with our hands and we get and we're very passionate people. But, but do you do you work on that or do you just say, I accept that and say that's who I am? Which, which either way to me is is works.
0: Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you.
2: I try listen, do I accept it? I accept it and no, I am, but I try to be aware of it because I do realize that I I have been given this incredible power of voice and and I, you know, my mother says, I can convince anyone to do anything if I just keep talking enough. You know, I've always had that. I'm sort of like, I have that sort of my grandfather, Dorna Magadini's kind of Italian thing where I, he always had a lot of people around him and down at the fairgrounds and the bookies and Evil Knievel. And they were always making deals. I'm, let's make a deal. Like I said to my mother once, there is no no, it's just a harder form of yes. And she was like, and I do kind of believe that people say no to me hannah always is in amazement hannah's like you know we can't get into i'm like oh yes we can we can get in there we can do that
1: (laughs) so so is hannah the one is she the daughter that's like mom no
2: yes hannah's very different than me you know hannah is an incredible character very smart very academic um but just is more of her father's mind more um she thinks about things in compartments. I just throw it out wide, you know. If, if 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 we were painting, she would work within the lines, whereas I just take the whole bucket. And I'm like, oh and then my I. Start. God.
1: But you know what else it is with you too, Derrida. You're also very warm. So it's not like this oh. Sven Gali thing. You are very warm and very giving. I mean, the first time I met yeah, you, you I were really offering good. up things to Marina. You didn't know us, and so oh. I feel like there's a warmth too there. Um, but I like to give. Yeah, I know. See, but that's also
2: and I, I like to entertain, and I like to feed, and all
1: of it. You love people, and so, so to me, yeah. it's not. There are people who are con artists who are good at sucking people in. That's not you. You're no. There's a warmth in a in a that people. I sense. do not
2: take. I do not take that what I don't earn or that you know I don't do that, and I try to never take more than I deserve. I think always you should take less than you deserve in a weird way, and and just let people. Like, even going through this last year when I was very quiet and stuff, and people wanted me to say negative things about leaving housewives, and people were afraid to talk about it. I don't feel that way because I think there's good in everything we do. I think sometimes transitions are healthy. And, you know, I just didn't want to speak of it because I don't have anything negative to say about that. And I think it was a beautiful time then. You never know what's going to happen in the future. And you can't, and for women, it's something I talk about in the book so much, they tend to get stuck. If it's divorce, if it's death, if it's a boyfriend, if it's a job, if it's aging. And it's such a sad thing because you, you know, the past just keeps on getting bigger and the future just keeps on getting smaller. So you might as well jump into the future as quickly as you can and change it up and make another, you know, make another quilt. When you make your life, as I say in the book, life is a quilt. Make a new patch. Fill yeah. it with different colors.
1: Yeah. Yeah so so i love you're right we so what is an example of getting stuck with women like let me are you saying like if you get if something bad happens
2: i think think, um you know from my experience i don't i find it you know sometimes when i talk to women that have they'll talk about the life they once had more than the life they have or -hmm. the life they can have i remember when i was with so-and-so listen i um can be accused of it as well because i talk about richard and um, and, and, but I talk about him with fondness, but it didn't stop me living my life. In fact, to the point where I said to someone the other day, I don't know if Richard would fully recognize this new me today, the post Richard, I think he'd still like me, but I am a different person because I chose after he passed to say that was my life. I love him. I'll love him forever. You know, he it was such a wonder. But now I got to make a new life, not as Dorinda Sincala, not as Dorinda Lynch, now not as Dorinda Medley, but as Dorinda. And I couldn't have done that and done the housewives and made written this book and had the adventures I've had in the last, you know, God, he's been dead 10 years now, almost. um, If I hadn't made that decision, you know, you got to jump to fly.
1: And I and I, there's so many things, like just gems you just dropped that I want to explore, because I do think that people get stuck um, a lot you know, on I wanna, the past. I'm,
2: ha- I'm having my gumballs. <laughs> oh, wait
1: a second. OK, so sidebar on the gumballs. I love gumballs. And you were saying in the early before we started the show, you mm-hmm. have them everywhere. Everywhere. OK, why? Okay, question. Ball. Why is that not in a clear container so you can see all the pretty colors? That's what I like the best
2: because this is like got a you can't see it really but it's got like it's a it's a great container and people
1: it's open you can she, still see it it's a
2: monster <laughs> because tell me a person in the world that doesn't see a big bowl of gumballs and doesn't feel happy
1: that's right i it's genius it's genius <laughs> yeah i i love that um i, I, and I, I was, love your flowers oh thank you yes you know i i these were all maria's moms who just passed as people know wow. and um she had had them all over the house in different vases, whatever. And I was organizing the house and cleaning it and you know, whatever. So I collected them all and put the, I was like, Oh, we'll use I them love on set.
2: that. So she's she's there.
1: That's what we like to think. Yeah. That's what we, we, we I think they're always with us. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right about being stuck, and the best way is to make that new patch. There's something else you said in all this, though, that you'll even take less than you deserve. I want to hear about that because. I feel like in Catholic culture, we're kind of programmed to I feel like to take less and then it's we shame ourselves for that. And so then you want to take more. But I love hearing a philosophy of taking less. I want to know and why that's mean, a good I don't thing.
2: mean I don't mean less in the way that like or oh, less than you, you deserve. Don't. You said. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think less in the way that um, you don't get your fair share of share. But, you know, you don't have to scrape the bowl, the bottom of the bowl. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You you should always be gracious and leave a little bit of yourself and be thankful for it and leave your essence. I don't, I just don't, I think what it is, you should know when enough is enough. And you should always walk or try to walk away from situations gracefully, thankful, You know, and and not get stuck on what you didn't get, but focus on what you did get. Mm. And I've got to tell you something. When I was writing the book. It was such an amazing I didn't think it was going to really going to affect me that much. I was like, you know, Richard was the writer. I'm not really a writer. And and it was so interesting to see myself in all these different stages of my life and going back to that person and thinking like I sometimes didn't even recognize that person, the person I was in London. But I have to say, as going through the book, so many of those people, jobs, friends, priests, teachers, i am they're still part of my life at some level. And I think it's because I never sort of, I try to leave gracefully. I try to not be, you know, do anything that was illegal or greedy or take too much. I try to always leave on a good note, you know what I mean? So when I walk back in the room, I just had it happen at Red Line Inn where I waitressed when I was 18. And, the, you know, the granddaughter was like, My mother grandmother loved you so much. And they gave me a picture of me as a waitress. You were everything to my grandmother. Now, how wonderful is that that That's, I can say I yeah. was that person then?
1: Yes. You know, Maria is like that too. Me, not so much. I was the Italian, burnt a lot of <laughs> on the way out and hate myself for it. Yeah. But with you, but, uh, you know, what What do you do when, listen, there's going to be times where we're treated on failure and, you know, Correct. where, right. You how, Do you still walk away with that grace like in that same well, way? Well, I'm going
2: to tell you something. There were people. So, and again, not to always quote Diane Sincala, but she's been such a great, you know, my mother goes to church every day and you know that, you know, oh, yeah. that. Oh, and yeah. every, I I grew up with so many life-size saints in my houses. No wonder I ever had sex. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised it didn't scar me for my life. <laughs> they, they weren't the small ones. They were the Everywhere. big ones. Yes. And, and he, and- all
0: right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused
2: Go pray to St. Yes. Christopher. Go pray to St. Trashbag. I'm like, who's that? She's like, don't worry about it. Just don't pray to him. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, just, uh... My mother was the queen of the saints. We had so many of them. But, um, you know, I think that the key is, is that, well, what were we talking about? I lost my train of thought. Oh, how do I deal with it? Yeah. After, like, after, well, how do you like Richard, when, you, yeah, when you, after get Richard like a... passed, there were some people that really were terrible to me, people that we were so good to in so many ways, like, and they were not, they were, they, there were some negative things that happened and I was so angry. And my mother was like, you know what? This is going to kill you. They're going to laugh all the way because they they're, they're fine. That's right. You're eating yourself away. And what are you going to get at the end of it? What's going to happen? Tell me what the end game is here. Dorinda Sinkala. That's what she calls me. Tell me. I was like, I just want them. You want them to watch? I said, I don't know. I'm just so angry at them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then never speak to them again. And learn your lesson and think twice. Maybe when you meet that character again in your life, you take pause and don't engage in that kind of, you know. Yeah. This, and the truth is, she goes, the signs were probably always there that they were takers. And when I looked back, I was like, wait a second. This was always an uneven relationship. I just was so happy to give, give, give. And they were so happy to take, take, take that I'm to blame. And Richard was to blame. Uh, You know, Richard paid for this and Richard bought them that. Richard paid for their school fees and do it. She's like, well, okay. Well, Richard, no one forced them to do that. Right? So you have to just sort of, you know, try to keep it moving and, 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 Next time you see that animal in your crossroad, you say, oh, I'm not going to go near that animal. It bites.
1: It bites. That one bites. And I love what you said. The end game is you abusing yourself, shortening your own life, and they're laughing.
3: Like Mm -hmm.
1: you said, they don't care. Nope. So um, it really, wow, I need your mom in my life.
2: (laughs) Everybody needs that I think everybody
1: does. Um, It's... you know, when I even look at, I think you also deserve to get credit for your divorce because it from the book, it seemed like it was pretty healthy. You know, think of, oh, I know a lot of friends. The, he was just a Bluestone
2: man of the, no, he was right? just a Bluestone man of the other day. You know, I, in, in fact, to the point where I wouldn't have been with Richard, everyone's going to freak out about this, if he didn't get along with my ex, because I Ralph is such was and is such an integral part of Hannah's raising. Like, I always found it very unfair when people called me a single mother. I'm like, I'm not a single mother. I just don't live with their father. But she he's I mean, Ralph had a key to our apartment his whole life. We didn't even do that Wednesday and every other weekend. You know, and he loved Richard, and he. We were part of. I called it our extended family. I think Richard. I mean, Ralph was hysterical when Richard passed, which I found such a gift. Oh, yeah. You know, he said he said to Hannah, "I promise you, Richard. Monday, one day when Hannah gets lynch, gets married, I'll be on one side, and I promise you, you'll be on the other." And I thought, God, we did it right here. We did it right, right. So
1: how, what's the secret? What advice do you have for other divorce people? Because I see divorcees who destroy each other's life, destroy the children's lives. And I feel like where we have such a high percentage of divorces, we've got to figure out a way to do this in an evolved way in this country. And do, we have it yet. You know,
2: but that's no point. the point. The, the fact that there's a high percentage of divorce may be unfortunate, but it really shouldn't be the problem because there is a way to still co-parent. Ralph and I just didn't belong together anymore. Okay. We, he's very happy with someone else. I was very happy with Richard. We would have been forcing a triangle into a circle. He would have been unhappy. I would have Go been ahead. unhappy, but we had well, this beautiful I, I get daughter. Why, so I
1: get why you break up. How do you, how did you maintain this healthy relationship that continues today? What's your secret or what secrets to other people? We have,
2: ha, because what you have to do is you have to keep your eye on the game, which is your children. If you don't have children, then leave and never speak again. But when you have children involved, they don't get divorced. They need that stability. They need to know that until they are adults, that they are not only do you guys work together as a team and love each other, but you are loved together as a family. I don't think Hannah ever not thought of us as a family unit, even though we were divorced. Isn't that weird? Like Ralph came to holidays and I just decided to be honest with you, I just decided I want to divorce Sammy. He wanted to divorce me. Why do we have to? And Ralph, I got lucky. Ralph's a nice guy. Ralph always, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, Ralph always took beautifully care of Hannah, was very generous with me, you know, was present all the time in her life. And we respected each other for our roles that we were playing in each other's life he was an investment banker so he couldn't see her all the time and i didn't hold him to it you oh, didn't pick her up at five o'clock mm, so you're not going to see her i didn't no. do all that mm-hmm. you know but in, in return ralph allowed me to be a mother and and have a part-time job and pick her up at school and you know we just worked together almost not like we were married but we still had that same rhythm
1: well i think you went back to your the love of your child Like what we have to be co-parents. I love it. I really hope hope people hear that and take it to heart. Um, We were also this is in the book too, which I find fascinating. Every six years in your life, you it seems like right there's an upheaval. So tell me about like the number six. I know a lot of people are into numerology, but. I, well it's I'm, so
2: funny because right? because I'm so Catholic, right? And I'm or, or spiritual that you would think that's a scary thing, but I don't think it is. I think I say at one point I feel like the devil comes and visits me every six years to say ta- <laughs> you know, taps on my door and I have to jump up and get ready. But um yeah, it seems like every six years I change and there's a new like there's a new phase that happens. And I, I really did I realized it strangely when I when I was on the phone with Andy when he said that I was you know, going to take a pause this year. He, I said, it's okay, Andy, because every six years this happens to me, and it really does. i God knows what it means, but it's my time. Maybe I get a little sloppy, sleepy, lazy. I don't know. But they have to put fire under me again. They say, "Okay, you know the game. It's like musical chairs. The music stops, and they have to. I have to change chairs again. They're duck, duck, goose. But you know, it's know. it's not
1: always easy for you. No, but you but you seem to come out better every time. Right, if we look back, would you say
2: yes? And not only do I come up better, but I, I introduce, I, 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 hope better. I always, you know, introduce new things and new people and new situations, and you know, it's like I just keep. It's like a new flavor ice cream. I'm like, okay, I'm done with vanilla. Now I'm gonna move chocolate. Now I'm gonna use cotton candy. So I look at my life as a big colorful ice cream parlor filled with so many wonderful different flavors, and I've enjoyed each sort of you know, scoop
1: right?
2: <laughs> for different reasons. I mean, the person I am today, you know, is not the person that was living in London. And and I don't even have the wants and dreams that I wanted. In London, you know, I wanted to be an investment banker's wife. I wanted to wear the Chanel jacket. I wanted to, you know, live in London and travel and buy things and, you know, play that role as an investment banker and a wonderful mummy to Hannah living, mm-hmm. you know, abroad. And that was great. And I learned so much from that and met so many interesting peoples, but that people that evolved again when I became a single mother and I went back to work and I got into the New York life and it evolved again when I became Mrs. Medley, and we had a blended family that was not only his family, but my family and Ralph. And, and then it evolved again when I became a widow. Right. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Hannah's gone to college. Richard's passed. And I'm and he not was even big Richard yet.
1: like he's he's yeah. a bigger than life person
2: too and we so. and we had a beautiful game plan I mean we had done blue St- we didn't do Bluestone Manor for me to live up there on my own we did that's why I always laughed when the girls came up and they're like fish room this room because the house was built so that once Hannah went to college Richard and I would go up there and make that our main residence he was was a writer. The kids would come up and visit, and then we would sort of have a to terre here, a piety terre outside of Washington, and try that we had it figured out. Oh, I had it so check, check, check. I was like, Mrs. Medley, you have figured this shit out. And yeah. then boom.
1: Right. So yeah. do you so, so so Dorita, do you not make those long term plans anymore now? Knowing that it's like was that old joke? If you want to make God laugh, tell him you have plans.
2: Yes. You know what? I, I just like I say in the book, you know, we think we we think we know what our last what our the final chapter of our life looks like. It's like a movie, but you really don't know. I mean, who knows who I'm going to be in 10 years? I mean, I really don't. I think that this is this year for me, for so many reasons, not just taking the pause and writing the book, but covid and watching my parents.
0: to Do anything else, it is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it.
2: you don't know, enter into this stage of life where you really realize, wow, they they may not be part of my life in the next 10 years. It's and Hannah kind of moving on to being in a very serious relationship. And I see where that's going. You know, there's, I really think I had this thing the other day where I was like, I don't remember ever where I could literally wake up and be like, you know what? I'm moving to X for a year. And it wouldn't matter. Like, I am not for the first time in my life, really accountable to anybody. Like, if I say a woman, the best, someone said to me the other day, what is one of the best gifts a woman could have? And I said, Freedom. Like I'm free. Yeah, It's like, literally, that's a weird feeling for, I, I don't, I'm not a mother. I'm not a white. I mean, and I'm not even sad about it. Like I don't, cause when I'm in my roles, I'm in those roles hundred percent. And I love doing all that. I can't wait to be a grandmother, but it's a really powerful thing to wake up in the morning and be like, I just think I'll, you know, anything. Someone called me day and said, do you want to fly to go, go on a cruise to Alaska? in November and I'm thinking of course I'm thinking well I don't I'm like sure yeah. why not well, yeah <laughs> I barely grocery shop you know what I, mean?
1: I think though you but you've always had this attitude right throughout the all the pitfalls all these 50 years right
2: Fifty-six years, yeah. I mean, listen. Have you always had
1: this, or
2: yeah? But I've had times where it's just you know. I talk about it in the book where you know it's you know it's gotten dark and I I doubted myself. And I think I say if I could tell my younger self something, I would say you know be more confident, know that you're stronger than you think. You know, don't let outside influences because you know I think also when you are a dreamer and you are strong, there's a lot of vultures out there that want to tell you you're not. And, you know, you can listen to them and, you know, you're just so strong as a person. I mean, there were definitely dark times, especially, you know, after Richard died and probably, you know, and things that I thought were just, I mean, Ralph and I get along very well and we love, but after we got divorced, growing up Italian, Catholic, Polish, that Mm. was a failure. And I was so afraid that I had single-handedly changed the destiny of my daughter's life because what I had envisioned for her the beautiful house in SW1, London, the investment banker father. I thought, well, what happens now if I move to New York? Does that, am I going to shift her destiny to maybe not be who I thought she was going to be? So, you know, there's been a lot of times where I've doubted and I talk about it in the book where I've drank too much or made decisions that maybe I've had to regret. But I had to go through these things to get out and and get out on the other side and, and be able to talk about it. I, I don't, I find it very upsetting that, you know, people want to focus on the fragility of women as the focus and not as their strength and the power They people like to point out their, fragil- you know, we all have fragile moments and moments of fragility. Some people like to hide them. Some people like to pretend they're bigger than that. I don't, I think we are such a beautiful combination of beautiful colors on the quilt and sometimes not so beautiful colors on your quilt. And that's okay. Because as a whole, the quilt is beautiful, right? Yes. That's all we're trying to do. Yes, Not perfection. Just is it overall a good quilt? Yes. Yeah, it is. Okay. Put it on, stay warm, stay healthy, stay sane and we're good.
1: Yeah. I was reading something uh, recently. Cause I do, we do a lot on the show with other healers and I forget who it was who was saying, don't, Stop trying to be your perfect self because that's not possible. Don't even try to be your best self. Try to be your whole self. And your whole self is those ugly patches on the quilt and the pretty ones. Correct. Love your whole self. That's hard. And and how
2: how exhausting must it be for people to kind of definitely be hiding? Maybe it's some small warts or even large warts in their life. You know what's amazing when you just put it out there? What can people do about it? You're, you haven't killed anyone.
1: Yeah. yeah All right. You don't right. like
2: me. Okay. I didn't know you 10 months ago and I won't know you 10 months from now. We're good. Yeah. Well,
1: we, we were talking earlier too about, um, uh, before the call about how so many things we take serious that aren't even real. That's that like, is it. yeah, it's, it's like, not real.
2: It's not real. You know, you know, what's real is when you can wake up and feel safe and sane and happy. And, you know, uh, God, just feel like you you can make, make someone maybe smile or laugh. I think that, and this is the art. I laugh. I mean, I hate to say this and I, there were times in COVID where I was like, it was it ever going to end, but I laughed with my parents. Like I laughed because they're quirky people that are still living. Like I'm 10. My mother said to me at one point, Oh boy, don't drive in the dark. You don't want to get in trouble. I was like, I have lived all over the world.
1: my mother so, and,
2: and i'm 56 what kind of trouble am i gonna get it's, into you're
1: it's into my mom so you'll love this tell your mother too we were watching a soap opera together just doing the quality time during covid and um i said mom i don't know if you remember but like 20 something years ago when i started in show business i was an extra on i don't know one of those shows passions i think and she's like you know would you ever want to do that again because i think you'd be great <laughs> as an extra like i'm like Mom, everything I've done in this business, <laughs> but I go, I and I, now I've learned to joke back with her. I go, you know, mom, I think that's an excellent idea. That, yeah. I think I'd be fantastic as an extra on a soap opera.
2: <laughs> yeah, She literally said, Oh, you better go home. It's getting dark. You don't want to drive in the dark. You might get yourself in trouble. Now, that's so com- <laughs> We're in Great Barrington, Massachusetts. Number one, it's COVID, nothing's over. And I haven't lived at home for 30 years. I could have been, oh. she only knew what I did late at night. Your toes <laughs> would curl. Right. <laughs> I love that
1: though. You know, and, and is, is Hannah and her, they must be close as well.
2: Oh, very close. Yeah. yeah. They're the yeah, absolute. She loves her grandparents. She my Hannah said a really funny thing the other day. I was getting upset about something and we were in the car and I was complaining to my mother. And Hannah said, and I said to, uh, Hannah said to me, mom, maybe you shouldn't talk to grandma about that because she gets up uh, you don't want to get her upset. I said, well, if I can't talk to my mother, who am I going to talk to? And Hannah said, I had this moment of, like, that's right. You guys have a relationship that doesn't include me. She Mm -hmm. said, I don't know. It blew my mind that you, she is to you what you are to me. Mm hmm
0: you know what I mean, my yes,
2: pet? yes. She's like literally, mom. My head exploded because you turned to me, crying and say, "Well, if I can't talk to grandma. Who would I talk to? If I can't talk to my mom." She said, "You never call her your mom. You call her grandma." And it was so exclusive. It it it, it uh, annoyed me. She said,
1: "Oh, it annoyed her." I think it's beautiful. Um,
2: yeah, but, because, because I refer to my- her as grandma. Your grandmother, grandma wants to do this. She never hears me call her mom. Your
1: mom, yeah. Well, but I think that's a sign where your daughter's becoming a. She's an adult now, right? Yeah. You you can talk like that to her. That's really interesting. Do Do do, have you? Are you one of the people who doesn't watch the news anymore, or you've cut off the news?
2: I am. I'm again talking to someone about say someone said, "What do you think about what's going on?" And I said, "You know." I was so overwhelmed for four years. It was so much part of my life. And it was so ingrained to me to know what was going on minute by minute. That I kind of, I now do the clip. I do the kind of drudge or I'll do the overall news thing. But I used to have that damn channel on all day, Mm. every day in the background. And now I just, um, you know, I think once we kind of came back to New York and started living, I just was like, I can't live in that world anymore. Yeah, me too. It was too upsetting.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: Agreed. I mean, yeah. after the whole thing that happened at the Capitol and stuff, I was like, I I, I can't. I'm done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. And it, and it's uh, and I could tell my moods kept just getting worse and worse. get my gum getting, up. Oh, go for it. I just kept yeah. getting more and more depressed and more and more sad. And then I and just nervous
2: was like, and nervous and anxiety and yeah, nervous, anxiety. nervous nervous yeah. yeah like what's happening what's happening and feeling uh, helpless and I I I particularly hate feeling helpless you know because I'm the problem solver I'm the solution giver I'm the person that you know feeds it away you know what I mean and just mm-hmm. it was so such a helpless feeling and I actually yesterday for about an hour because I take a nap every day because I get exhausted I take a nap every day in my life
1: I know what is it about Italians I take my nap too. I go. I go. Grampy's going for his nap. He does.
2: <laughs> he really
3: does. I do.
1: I every have day. to have my like twenty minute nap. Do you? I don't... Do you yes. know
2: so much so that Hannah, when she was started going, going to school and getting with it a bit, she said to me. You know other moms don't lay down every day at four thirty. Like you made me believe that was a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I like Hannah, hey, okay, we're done. I got to go away for forty five minutes. So she never bothered me because it was
0: just part of. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So, on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Um, you know,
1: my mother's my mother is is almost 80, I think, but she everyone thinks she's about 60. Napped every day at worked full time. Every day for on the Oprah on the couch, nap, done. That was it. That's that's and still does. every day.
2: And me too. And I don't, I don't, I'm fearful of being tired out. Like it fears me to be tired. I don't let myself get tired out. If I'm tired, I just I I will go to sleep. No matter where it is, I'll go to sleep. But um I was laying down yesterday and I was watching some of the, and I don't want to make it political, but I was watching some of the statements from the Capitol Police. Yeah. It was really upsetting yeah really upset me like i was like i need to go put on dr phil because this is just upsetting that this happened and now we have to relive it because a yeah. little bit post-covid we're all pretending it didn't happen like oh yeah, yeah that's, every, that's let's, well, this movement, yeah. So let's go to the beach evergreen, to the beach evergreen yeah. Evergreen, now.
1: evergreen yeah yeah i again i won't i won't do it i just won't engage in it i just uh it really bothers me even certain people i was listening to that uh that you're know are funny or whatever. I just, I, even the jokes about it. I don't want to, I don't know.
2: Nope. Me neither.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm all trying to be about evergreen and stuff. And I just pray to God. I don't know what it's like. I think in LA, you have the mask thing again, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you
2: are in Connecticut. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, yeah we'll but in there. LA,
1: everyone is masking up again yeah. and
2: today here. They're not telling everyone to do it again today, the CDC. So I'm just, uh, hoping to God that it's not, you know, but day by day, yeah. I, I've got the toilet paper and the, and the, I got the toilet yeah. paper. well,
1: I think my biggest thing is like, uh, if, if, if uh, the mass thing's fine, I hope we don't have to close down again because I don't know if we can survive it emotionally, yeah. mentally, financially, every aspect. I don't know if we can, I mean, we will, I guess, but I don't know. I think that they, I forget like that. It seems like the treatment protocols are better than what, Obviously, we we know more about it than we did before. So I'm hoping that that's going to play in. Um,
2: I don't think we'll shut down again, I think. But I do think that what happened was, you know, it's just for me personally, it was a little too much the way that one day we're like isolated. And the next day people were dancing in the street It just there wasn't it scared me. There was too yeah. there wasn't enough. So I think maybe what we'll do now is what we probably should have done on yeah. um, reentry. That's what I'm hoping all it is. And I don't to tell you the truth i have never minded the mask i don't mind the mask either. i
1: don't either no i really don't and if it makes someone I else comfortable had- i'm fine with it you know it's annoying I, to, it's to but correct but it, but if that's what it's going to take for us all to get along and to to live then um I'll,
2: listen I'll, i haven't had a cold knock on wood for a year and a half
1: well i will say that like no one's admitting that like you know the mask thing not shaking hands fist bumping or elbow bumping it all that stuff will reduce colds and like, no one wants to get colds. Like That's I it. feel I'm like sore
2: throat. Yeah. I usually every year I get a terrible cold, a terrible sore throat. So this I don't way. know, maybe I, I'm not going to say a hundred percent, but it's, there seems to be a correlation there. Well, what does
1: the next year look like for you? You said you're going on a cruise. Like what else do you think? You got this book. Oh, what know. else She's... are you thinking?
2: <laughs> well, I'm spending a lot of time still at Bluestone Manor.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm looking
2: forward to um, going, you know, the book comes out August 17th. And we're going to try to do some fun things with that. And then in September, I'm probably just going to go back up to Bluestone Manor and just keep doing what I'm doing. I'm kind of enjoying what I'm doing. Oh, I'm launching a bourbon called Bluestone Manor Bourbon. Here I'm gonna we show go. It to you right now. I yes, let it. me show it to you. Well, the label's not done yet, but this is mm-hmm. my, hold on. I should send you. It is delicious. This is my, I, I worked on this the whole year. I must have tried 500. Ooh, is that going to be the bottle though?
1: Yeah. Gorgeous bottle, of That's course. And it's really? got a, it's a beautiful taste. tray,
2: yeah, uh, a gold label that looks like Bluestone Manor. It's, got a, it's wow. so delicious. I'm going to do a bourbon cookbook with it. And then I'm launching a beautiful candle for Bluestone Manor. And um I'm still got my partnership. You know, I did some great partnerships with uh, Nutri uh, Nutrisystem. I lost 16 pounds. Wow. Can you imagine what a great partnership? Here I am in the middle of COVID. They come to me to do this partnership. And of course I'm getting fat because I'm
1: eating because <laughs> you're Italian. Go ahead and we're eating. Yes.
2: So I have never cooked. It was always every day was like the last supper. Oh, tonight we're good. Gonna... <laughs> and I was getting fat. I looked at myself one day and I was like, you know yeah so Nutrisystem came they made me an ambassador and I dropped 16 pounds with them wow yeah and with Marie Osmond who you know I love Marie yeah
1: Osmond. by the way obsessed with right is like I've I've met her like once or twice but she's still gorgeous I just remember as a little I kid a watching watched her, her show.
2: live with her one time and that's what was she li- was, what was she like She's amazing. She's exactly as you would. you know how a lot of people you meet, and you're like, well, that was a letdown. You know, we, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. You're like, she's everything you want her to be. Yeah. <laughs> I was like this and watching. I was like, and I, you know me, I'm not like that. I'm not. Yeah, no.
1: Like, yeah, but that's our childhood. We watched her growing yes, up. Yes, like, and she's you right?
2: warm and kind. And when I got this ambassadorship with the Nutrisystem, she called and gave <laughs> me
1: wait did she know who I mean you with heard? all the people oh yes <laughs> oh, with all the
2: people i met in my life through you know different situations I mean for God's sakes I've been at Buckingham Palace I've been in the presence of the Queen at Royal Ascot Maria husband was it for me I was like yeah oh.
1: But yeah, so I, I, you know, that's so interesting because I know you've met presidents, you've met everybody. Obviously, you've met a ton of celebrities through Housewives. Is, is Marie Osmond your. She
2: was. I mean, and I felt, you know what the weird thing is? She was one of the few people in my life that made me feel unworthy. Like, I want to apologize. What do you mean by that? <laughs> because she's just. She's just like that whole thing, like I'm a little bit college. Yeah, I'm
1: a little bit, <laughs> like, bit rock and a, roll.
2: She brings back all this, that when you wanted to be only good. Remember?
1: Yes. Yeah, and then very different said, time. She
2: said to me she's never had a drink in her life. I was like, Yeah. I that, you say this.
1: <laughs> that's part of her faith. Yeah. Wow.
2: Never. Not a drop.
1: And do you amazing. say are you in touch with her still or no? No
2: just now it's not that type of thing like now i've me with maria's but i mean now you're just going too crazy i would love i mean she's part of the whole neutral system team because she's the main gal so you know you you see you know we just did a commercial all together i mean it was virtual but on tv we look like we're all together.
1: i mean think of her career how many decades dorinda you know i mean like forever like you know she doesn't even know a life where she's not famous
2: i i know I mean, and she really, and she's,
1: yeah, she's gorgeous.
2: You know, she really is because yeah. she has that beauty. Oh, and then I'm doing a great, I'm doing a great thing with Airbnb.
1: What do we got with that? What's going on with that?
2: They're doing this whole experience thing with Bluestone Manor. That's going to be really wild. That launches next week where they do an experience at Bluestone Manor for one lucky person. And they donate it to charity.
1: Wow hey Blue so manor historic is it with the historic society it must be registered. no
2: thank god no it's not it's not registered which oh, is a good thing yeah, because they'll, otherwise they'll... you can't change anything yeah but it's um you know it's amazing that that place is 120 years old
1: yeah no, i know right
2: for america that's long
1: that's a long time and Think of all the history and all the people that have gone through that place. It's yeah. Uh...
2: I think about I sometimes think about it late at night at like three in the morning, believe me.
1: Yeah. Do you think <laughs> wait? Do you want to think says the ghosts that there are there? No, yeah. I
2: don't I don't really believe I don't really buy into all that stuff.
1: You don't buy into the ghosts.
2: I just don't. I think if there is, I just think there's spirits that are visiting, and who cares? You know yeah, what I mean? I see
1: the Dorinda Addison Who cares? <laughs> I love it. Dorinda, who cares?
2: Come to come all. So Dorinda, you're
1: like, you are really busy. You have a lot, you have enough from what, you know yes. what I mean? You're saying that's enough. I, I mean, I don't yeah. really want to see you be doing more to be honest. Like
2: no. that's and wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, it's exciting. And, and it's a, you know, I think it's going to be a beautiful fall in New York city. I think i think so too. really excited.
1: Yeah. I think this holiday season, I, I had said a long time ago that the, you know, end of 21, 22 was going to be kind of the beginning of a new normal for us. And I still am holding to that.
2: And um, I ha- I'm i going to tell you something. I kind of, well, I did a beautiful Christmas last year, but I'm changing my whole Christmas game up this year. Wait a second. I, I, I'm a I Christmas
1: fanatic. A- do not tell me you're uh, turning on Christmas, Dorinda.
2: Oh, no, no, no. But you all should go. see, I'm, do- I'm doing themed trees. I'm doing a tree that's just made out of flowers. Then I'm doing a tree that's all ca- the old reminiscence of Candyland. Oh. and then I'm doing and then I'm doing a tree that's all just blue bulbs that just sit all every color shade of blue. And then, of course, I'm doing the traditional. But it's, really? I'm shifting a little bit this year.
1: Gotcha. And then Dorinda, we're and you talk
2: realize to... I have you I have my Christmas plan now.
1: Uh, well, you have to Christmas. Star- I used to always say Christmas starts in August. Like that's where yeah. we start. But wait, Dorinda, we'll have to t- we got to figure out there's some kind of show in that we gotta put you back to, to work i've
2: tried it, to pitch it but no one wants to do a christmas special at bluestone manor i think it's an obvious step.
1: no i think there's something with the trees that's really interesting
2: oh um, my trees i'm gonna send you pictures to yeah i can't
1: up. wait and then and la-
2: well, last last what people are, count on me people count on me
1: i'm counting on you well i that's why i was like i was like oh my god i hope she doesn't turn on christmas because i know you're a christmas freak like I'm we are. I'm so
2: devoted to Christmas everyone that I was just at, in Atlanta and I walked through the whole Christmas markets from head to toe, okay? That's how devoted I am. Wait,
1: in Atlanta? Yeah. They have they one,
2: one those. Fris- it's my favorite thing to go to. Why
1: didn't to. I know this? Oh my Kevin. goodness.
2: Kevin. Um, so I know. I'm also know. thinking about doing but I don't want to get you people excited. I might not get them in time. I might do an early 20th century apothecary tree, which has all the old bugs and arsenic things and like that but i'm not sure yet well that might be halloween i'm not sure
1: yeah i know, you you know kelsey does holiday trees That's right, which is I interesting do. so she keeps her tree up year round and she'll do
3: <laughs> easter yep.
1: and spring and every like and saint patty's day and, and I think it's kind of cool mm-hmm. right similar yeah. to gumballs keep the tree up and stay I, happy <laughs>
2: exactly i like i actually know right? there's a girl on instagram you have to follow let me give you her i don't know if you know her that you're gonna, she's gonna be your type of girl. Hold on. Hey, uh, Bella, will you bring me my phone? This girl, you gotta look where, right, okay, go to Kings of Christmas, okay? Oh. Uh, are you there? Go you to the Instagram, Kings King, of Christmas. Go to Kings of Christmas. Kings of Christmas. That's a website I use, okay? Okay. Now, do you see their Instagram?
1: I'm going to it. Kelsey, you faster than me? I'm on Connecticut Internet here. I'm
3: looking. Yeah, I'm going. Okay, I'm on Kings of Christmas. Okay, so here, King,
2: King, King of Christmas. King of Christmas. Yep. I'm there. So go to the second grid down. You'll see that there's the flower tree. Look at the tree. She does one for every holiday.
3: Okay, I'm going to pull it up for everyone. Ooh, yes.
2: So if you tap that flower tree, she's doing one for Bluestone Manor. That's all blue, that flower tree. So if you tap that and look at that girl that does it. You go to her website, she Wait. does. A, so tap Durandal, the flower look tree. At that, like, San-
3: is that like a Cinco de Mayo tree? I want that.
2: Okay, well now go tap oh, that nuts. and tap the girl, Sammy Ricololi. Ricci- okay, did uh, you see that? So tap the flower tree and then tap another, the tag.
1: Another paisan. <laughs> another yep. Paisan. <laughs> no, These are, are incredible.
2: incredible. You see her? Now look at that 4th of July tree she did.
1: Damn, Beautiful. hello. Wow! Wait,
2: what's her you handle,
1: Christmas you guys? Sam Rick- We'll give her a little shout out, Sammy underscore Riccioli. And yes, she does oh. a beautiful Fourth of July tree. Oh, she's a she's a cook like we are. I love her. Yeah,
2: she's a kook like we are. I'm I'm I love her. She's coming to Bluestone Manor.
1: Wow! And Dorinda, as a- we talked, like like in the next, what are some of your like dreams that are left on the table? Because You've succeeded. I'd love in the to write. I would love TV. to write a
2: cookbook, a Bluestone Manor cookbook. Okay. Bluestone Manor. I would love to do that just for fun. and take all my mother's old recipes that I collected throughout COVID, I have them in a huge Tupperware because I was afraid they'd get lost. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. and I would love to do that. I'd hark back to like a Betty Crocker kind of thing. Um, and then what would I love to do? I would love to do. You know, I think to tell you the truth, I'd love to go back on TV if I could. If I had the opportunity. Yeah. I think I'm good TV.
1: You're gonna be back on TV. <laughs> Corinda, I Maria calls it my crystal brain. So does Adam Corolla. I see it. I, I see it and I've never I'm been awesome. wrong. You'll be back on TV. Yeah, that's uh well, that was definitely know, right? that was oh, we, no, that, you'll see that was a pause, <laughs> as you said, but in some capacity because yeah, you just have too much too much to give, you know. Well, and great. um and yeah, and I love it. I think there's just so much great takeaway from your life and from this book, guys. August 17th, it comes out, make it nice, which by the way, even in the, I just, you know, for the housewife show, you like man, the
2: back cover, look at the back cover.
1: And you look at my girl what laughing, making are. it nice.
2: It's yeah. hello. And then goodbye. And but I love, you know what? Phenomenal. There's so
1: much. You ever notice in messaging in books, Dorinda, that the messaging's a little, even in the titles dark, even if the book's well-intended, it's just like, it live your best life or do you know what i mean whereas this is make it nice i really i don't know i'm really into words and power of words and uh and messages and uh, it's all in here and um
2: well good thank you I, for having me tell uh, marie i said hello and send her my love and i'll light a candle you know
1: thank you, okay, and you know, if i could tell
2: you anything tell her to keep talking because i talk to richard all the time all the, ask for a sign and it will come. I swear to God, if you go to bed at night and ask for a sign, I need a sign. 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 Need a sign.
1: And you still do it?
2: I just happened the other day. Do you know? I, I there's a wonderful uh, Chelsea Handler inter- uh, interviewed that incredible woman. She's famous for it, and she said in the podcast that if you, it usually comes in orange or red. So I was like, you know what? I was sitting outside when I, you know, having a martini back, and I'm like, Richard Medley, I know you're here but show me a sign tomorrow morning that you're here. Will you please, please? And I'll, I'm in. Do it the next day on my window. I have a video of it. So if anyone thinks I'm lying, I have a video. Mm. This red cardinal would not stop hitting my window. Even when I went up to, it. you know, they usually go away. Mm. Hit it to the point where I was like, you're going to hurt yourself.
1: And you know, often it comes in birds too, I notice. And if you look up the meaning of birds, when you do those kind well, of I incantations, I looked up the cardinal. It says yeah. a
2: family member that has passed.
1: There you go.
2: Damn. and wow. and that bird wanted to get to me. That bird would not it, like it, it, basically what you said. You want to know I was here. Yeah, I'm gonna let you know I'm here.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: I still thank him for the house all the time. Thank you for my beautiful house. Thank you for allowing me to you know yeah. Because without Richard, I wouldn't have had the house.
1: But you see, you're always thanking. You know, however, like, look, he died and you could look at that in such a another way. Like you could look at it as a loss and you're looking at it with gratitude. And I think that's why you keep getting more, you know. Oh, thank you. And surviving it. Oh, I love you, Dorinda. And listen, we You know love you love to, I love
2: I see you. I well, no, I want to, to try Christmas.
1: Mask. No, but now Christmas, I have to come for if we come. I want to save it for the
2: holidays. Oh, you have to come. It's a it's a it's a who people that come in think they've entered a different world. You wouldn't believe it until you see it.
1: Yeah, well, listen. I don't mean you know, one
2: room, the whole house.
1: I want to be on this <laughs> coast maybe for Christmas. So um, you might be getting. Um, Let's just put it this Maria. way.
2: <laughs> I have a 12 foot uh, nutcracker. That Whoa. Stands outside
1: okay, that says, <laughs> that says enough. That says enough. Oh, man, Durinda, I love you. I, Durinda, I'm so excited for what's next. Durinda. before you leave, All
3: right. I have to read my favorite quote. Can I read my favorite quote, Kev? Oh, sure. Yes, yeah. of course,
1: honey. Go ahead. Oh, please. my
3: gosh. Let me just tell you, your mother, I'm like literally going to write this on my freaking wall. So my mom once told me that the most beautiful wines in the world are made from grapes that struggle the most. Those grapes have thicker skin and they might not look or, and they might look a little more beat up than the pretty grapes, but inside they have incredibly rich juice. They are perfectly imperfect. And that's what makes them so delicious. Dorinda. Aww. I was like, that is the quote of all quotes. I need, some, I need your mother. In my Let's life make too. a t-shirt. Please, please. <laughs> so good. Let's so a- thank you for that. Thank you for this book. Okay. Well, thank you for having Dorinda. me. You guys. Hi, honey. Okay. Thank
1: you bye-bye wow the great dorinda medley wow i mean
3: oh no hold on your your oh there you are there he is i'm
1: still here i love her so much she's amazing people have people have show business friends she's a real friend and well um, she is
3: and that's what i felt like you and i were talking about uh, to begin with it was like yeah all her relationships are real like all these none of this is fake even and you
1: know, we, it and we, nothing's perfect. And right. you know, like she makes mistakes or like has her bumps in the road. But I think there's a lot of takeaway in how she responds and her attitude and her perception of all of it. Um, and I think that's why she keeps getting more. Yeah. Back, you know, I and, agree. and la- landing on her feet and then even, and then some. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was, a fun uh,
3: combo.
1: It really was. And, uh, yeah. Like I said, I just stuff I'm processing myself. So. Yeah, me very, too. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Um,
3: I mean, thank you for letting me but, jump in there. I was like, I literally have to read this because that quote, I'm like, I'm going to write that on my freaking wall. There's so many good zingers in this book, Kev. I was like, damn. Yeah.
1: Well, I think she's, I, this is going to sound weird because all she, she's very like well off and very successful, but she's a little bit regular gal. She <laughs> in, is. In like, in like the writing and the approach. She it's, is. I feel like there's a relatability. Um, to her story. And I feel like you can apply (laughs) a lot of that to, to whatever life and situation you're in.
3: Yeah, I agree. Failure isn't, failure isn't real anyways. It's just an opportunity to rise up again. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, even, we didn't talk about it with her, but, you know, but even her taking a pause or being put on pause with the housewives, you know, um, it's like, it's not real. To I mean, it's real in the sense. I guess she's not going there and getting a check. But at the end of the day, what's real is her relationships with her friends, her family, her mom. Right. Those interactions with her mom and her daughter, and you know, and I love the way she can walk away from situations and just be grateful. And I feel like, um, yeah, that's something to be said for a lot of us. You know, there's a Amen. lot there. Amen. I agree. And I and by the way, you know what, Kels. If what? Queenie's not around, next time we're in Connecticut, we we can take um, take the uh, Prius and 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 fly on out to Great Barrington. Oh
3: yeah, we can oh, take yeah. a little
1: cruise out there. Oh yeah. And yeah, what was the I, other
3: place she said that she just went to Atlanta? That to Atlanta
1: There's a Christmas town. Who yeah, knew? Yeah. Did you? Did you didn't know. know that? Yeah, I, we're yes, going. I, yes, I think we need to go and. That's well, a couple of pilgrimages.
3: It's a good, um, good excuse because we'll do the Christmas podcast with her. We have to go.
1: Yes. <laughs> you know. Oh, by the way, I reached out to our person for the Christmas podcast. <gasps> Did you last really
3: night.
1: have not heard back? <sighs>
3: okay. Okay. So okay. Okay. All right.
1: We will see what happens. We'll, we'll see. Stay what Stay tuned. Uh, you guys, please keep, uh, keep, uh, rating, giving us your five star rating and your your comments. I deeply appreciate on Apple Podcasts. Um, follow us at Better Together with Maria. And, um you know again, we're a little spotty, you know it's the summer we're um recovering from a lot of different things, you know, for Marie and I you know still dealing with the loss of our mom and now obviously the loss of um our family pet um so trying to you know get everyone back to a new normal, and then you know we in the last five years, our lives have frozen, so now we're picking back up um careers, money, there's just a lot of stuff that we've put on hold. So thank you for staying with us as we've been a little sporadic. Um, I think by the fall, uh, our team will be back and uh, in a new and a greater way. And um, yeah, we have a lot of exciting things we're, we're um, going to put into action, Kelsey, right? Like That's right. Uh, in the months to come. So it's very exciting and uh, we're very grateful again. And um, until then, what, Kelsey?
3: Oh, my gosh. Until then, you guys, remember to be... <laughs> Kevin's face <facing it>. Hello. <laughs> Hello.
1: Hello. Hello.
3: All right. Until then, remember to be nice people, make good choices, and be present. We love you guys.